Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. What a blessing. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 29 and 30. He said, Who hath woe, who hath sorrow, who hath contentions, who hath babbling, who hath wounds without cause, who hath redness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to seek mixed wine praise the lord we are talking about prayer dimensions part six so prayer is very important in the life of a believer a believer who doesn't embrace the practicality of prayer will miss certain blessings in redemption the scripture we read is asking a lot of questions but in the question, he gives an answer that there are some people whose eyes are red or become red. And he is giving different categories of people who see this kind of reality in their lives. One is somebody who has a woe. One is someone who has a contention, a sorrow. Someone who has a babbling. Then he says that someone who has wounds without cause. You see that they can't understand. They are in deep pain. So their eyes become red. Then he now diverts and says that someone who also tarries at the wine also has this kind of redness of eye. And it's important for us to put it in perspective that the Bible is not telling us being New Testament believers that we should go and be booze. It's just metaphoric that wine is a symbol of one of the operations of the Holy Spirit, same as wind, water, there is wine. And that's what the Bible talks about. A new wine cannot be in a, an old wine skin and all of that. So one of the ways we relate or the Holy Spirit operates in us is to give us the feeling of the feeling or the effect that wine brings to people. And he says that you cannot just sip and have red eye. To have red eye, we need to sit down and say that today we are going to drink ourselves to stupor. It is the deep drinking that will make somebody have what? Red eye. You got it? Yeah. And is the Bible is saying that you need to have the patience to tarry. With the wine, to say when they go there, they drink a crank a crank like that. Yes, quality wine. Hey, <laughs> a crank a crank like that. Uh, then the, the, the eye will be turning red gradually. Some of you have drunk here before until Christ met you. I don't like the way your face is like. It's like what some women here used to drink more than men. Until Christ just took the wine out of your mouth. But I'm just saying this. Uh, you are just doing like you don't know what I'm talking about. 
You should drink spirit, beer, all kind of molasses with glasses. Yes. It says that for you to have the full effect of wine, you need to tarry long at the wine. Praise the Lord. So to have the full effect of the workings of the Holy Spirit in us, we need to have a sense of tarrying with him. At the table with him, we need to tarry. Tell somebody you need to tarry. At the table with the Holy Spirit. Tell somebody you can't just come in and out and be fully impacted by the Holy Spirit. Tell somebody that tarrying with the Holy Spirit is important. If you want to be drunk with the Spirit, tarry with the Holy Spirit in the place of prayer. So you see that, I mean, practically I can explain to you that if you don't give yourself a chance of staying in the presence of God, you will find out that you may be praying, but you are not progressing in the place of prayer. You say, you can pray and come out and nothing has been added to you spiritually. Because you don't even feel the brokenness in the place of prayer. You pray and still feel your still there. It's like you prayed, you bent hours without impact, without effect. But if you really tarry, spend time with the Holy Spirit, you will find out that something meaningful has happened in your life. You come out and you know you have come, you have come out of the presence of God. I, I don't know if um, you are feeling it already. Yeah. But sometimes you finish prayer and it is like, it's like the same way you went in. Because when you were praying, you were really not praying. You are not communing with him. Praying and Facebooking at the same time. So you come out and you realize that, Charlie, you see, the people that really go to drink, the conversation helps them to drink more. Two of us. The soup with pepper inside helps them to consume more. Two of us. The ginger. Now, my father used to be a drunkard per excellence. I know this thing. There are things they will be chewing before even the drink starts. And it helps them to consume more, two of us. You see all manner of things on the table. All manner. Women with men on the table helps them to consume more. It's like some people swallow a foam inside them to soak and absorb the alcohol before they enter the alcohol proper. So you see that as they are doing the alcohol, they are eating some, some food, maybe, and the food becomes a base. You see where they sell hard liquor, there will be some kind of food there. Yes. 
all those kind of dishes help people to consume more. <laughs> oh boy, it's like I'm preaching, pa. <laughs> I'm saying something. You will find out that for people who drink, all these activities and substances they are consuming is helping them to take in more. If you are a child of God and you are the table to drink with the Holy Spirit, you have to ask yourself a very simple question. All the other activities I am doing concurrently with the drinking. Are they helping me to drink more with the Holy Spirit? If that or those activities don't help you to consume more, then they are distraction. So Facebook, when I'm praying, does it help me to pray more? To drink more? To get deeper? Are you here? What's happened? Does it help me? You know, the, the ginger and the food around the drinking table and the friends talking there helps the, the drunkard to do more. So, praying and talking, praying and watching TV, praying and doing other things. Something you call communion. You have to ask yourself, is it helping me to get in there? Hey. And of course you realize that in the place of intimacy, one of the things you don't want to happen is distraction. You will never understand that until you understand. Some children, when you give birth to them, at a certain age, you don't know whether they are prophetic or not. They can sense that something is about to happen. That's when they wake up from nowhere. Is this some men will get angry? I'm feeling it to be a. Hey! It's like a child can sense, pa. Prophetic child. That's how it is, We plan to be in one bed, that's a plan in the bed. No, but say any man. We did more big crop, but Kemusa. Sometimes when the boy is very familiar, distraction. Hey, it doesn't help intimacy to go on. See that it's, it's, it's not good. So distraction of all kinds don't help us to get the red eye when we are sitting at the table whining with the Lord. To get the red eye, you should concentrate. It's not like you drank one thought and went and came back and drank another. No, 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 no. It's a consistent consumption of this um, eternal. I call it eternal. 
So it's not going in and coming out. And when you see someone who is drunk, you know that person is drunk. It will be clear that it's under the influence. You have served God for a while. We want to see you under the influence now. Why have you not come under the influence before? It's a major question. It's like every time you have yourself, your mind is very clear. The police, um, the machine, they make you blow in. They say, what? E-I something. What do people call it? They will just blow your, your mouth inside. Yes. Because the way they see you driving, it's like you are under the influence. And they will bring a machine, they say that, and they will check your alcohol content. Okay. So, you see that they, they don't care whether you are staggering or blah, blah, blah. They will just check whether you are under the influence of alcohol or any other substance. When you just blow the air from your mouth, we can check your level. See, the way you talk, we can check your level. We can check your level of influence in the place of the spirit. Your level of intoxication, the amount of alcohol in your blood, the amount of spiritual mixing you are doing with the Holy Spirit, we can check it. When you blow the air around you from inside, all this dressing is a amount to nothing. The air coming out of you, the way you talk, the way you process, the way you, you relate, you, we will know whether something has mixed with your blood or you are just you. And when you are you, you can't handle some things. Yeah. Where I, I grew up, when people want to go and face people, they will mix their blood. Just, just you see that, Charlie? There was a bar, a very popular bar in my area there. It is in mommy's mother's house, very close to the area. The, the person who was selling alcohol is called Uncle Jesus. My father used to send me say, "Cut on and say what Jesus was, bro." You see the kind of person selling the alcohol. Uncle <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if you go, mommy, when you go, ask your mother. Jesus. <laughs> hey. So you see that some people go to Jesus's bar. And drink from there. When they come, they are misbehaving to someone under normal circumstance. They won't have the boldness to, to talk to. Because they are under the influence. That influence does not come by just taking a thought. You just sit, drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. Until they get to a certain level. You know that you are here and there. Do you understand? Right here and then, or can I Who say, I'm Pharaoh? The reason why you can't challenge some things 
You can face some things in this life is because you are still the logical you. And the logical you will never go until you stay at that table with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Ask somebody, do you want to maintain the logical you? Or you want the spiritual you? And tell them the spiritual you is better than the logical you. Yes. Hey. Every time when someone wants to give up on a particular ministry they have, it means they have entered the logical you. Because the spiritual you will always pursue the ministry God has given you. You have to step back to logically say, maybe I'm tired. Logically say, I don't want to continue. Or even I'm leaving the ministry altogether to go and maybe trade. Do you understand? Yes. Look at Jesus. He's in the place of prayer. He enters into the logical himself and say, if it is possible, let this car pass me by. But because he's in the place of prayer, he says, no, 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 no. Let thy will be done. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, for whatever reason, when a withdrawal is a sign that you are entering into the logical you. And you can be physically praying, but you are checking out. Somebody can be in a hotel and he has already checked out. But he's just hanging around. He's at the lobby. You are just there waiting for the car. Yes. You have checked out, but you are still in the hotel. Why are you? I'm at the hotel. But you don't have access to the room. You have checked out. Your time is up. So you can be praying. You can be in an arena. You can be in a space. And you have still checked out. And that checking out simply means that the hotel can no longer be responsible for you. Hello? Because they don't have contract with you again. That, that means that Whatever security that ministry is supposed to bring you is no longer going to come to you because you are not an active employee of God as far as your calling is concerned. Because of the logical you. Praise the Lord. So every time, even as a pastor, there, there are many people preaching and they are checked out. That's when pastoring becomes a vocation to you. It's like, when I'm here, did he? <laughs> but you, you are really not an employee of God because you are pursuing your assignment or purpose at the realm God wants you to. Hello? That's why you want to add some things to it. Maybe let's sell this one small. Let's, let's be commercial. <laughs> let's be this, let's be that, let's be that. But for some of us who believe that this is a calling, I can't check out. Checking out means my life has ended. You to checking out means that you, something else is your paymaster. Not God again. If God is your paymaster, you have to keep your employability like very active with the Lord. Spiritually, your Christianity, you need to keep it very active with the Lord. Because you, in, in, in Revelation chapter 3, it says that you have the name that you are alive, but you are dead. So you can operate in a dual form and you are nowhere. 
God says, either you are cold or hot. I hate the middle point, the lukewarm. I will spill you out. So, I mean, you can be around, but God doesn't see you. Psalm 107, 20 says, They that go down to the sea in ships, that do business in great waters. So, as far as God is concerned, any activity in shallow waters is not spiritual business. So, you go to the seaside, you are swimming or you are throwing who can, blah, blah, blah. God doesn't call it as business. And the real people who fish and can account for some substantial fish, they don't do the business in shallow water. It's in ships or vessels that go into deeper waters. The sizes of the fish, it tells when you go to deeper waters. Are you here? Anybody at all who comes from Kumasi to the coast can go and put their feet in the sea, even if they are afraid of the sea, the vastness of it. And some people have never seen the sea, feely, feely before. And they can put their feet in it. From Oseokrum, Garden City, no? Edu Coast. I remember some years ago, a, a lady, a doctor's wife visited me in Cape Coast, lived all her life in the Ashanti region, and then I said, let, let's, let's go to the seaside. She was very excited. So when we stepped in the, in the sun, I said, put your feet. Oh, Gina, when you saw the vastness of the water, I said, me need to cheer me. Me need to cheer me. I said, me need to cheer me. This is called the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> no, be small. And even if you have not, even if you are afraid of water, you can put your foot in shallow water. It's nothing. But to enjoy the sea proper, it can be shallow waters. In fact, for many people who get carried away by the sea, it is just because they were playing in shallow water. Shallow water is always boisterous. Because if you go into the deeper water, you can see that the salinity increases the deeper you go into the water. And that means that you can float easily. But if you are by shallow waters, oh, wouldn't the one I saw chibi out just carry you. Hey. George, I'll take you on a sketch into the seaside. Siano. Hey, Americans. Shallow water is dangerous water. Are you here at all? So just walking as a believer and you are in shallow waters. We don't even call you as um, a business person. You are not doing business in the spirit. So a certain level of prayer life, God doesn't even see that you are in business. It has to be a notch higher. You have to enter into a certain dimension for it to be seen as spiritual business. Time beyond, after five years of working with God, you know, your prayer time and prayer life cannot be 30 minutes. That's not business. Jesus said, you couldn't wait for me. You couldn't wait with me for one hour. Hey, then you are not in business. And that's why he says that if you do that, then the next verse says that it's only people who are in business that see. Next verse. These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. The wonders are in the deep. The works are seen when you get deeper. So there are some good things we will never encounter. If all we are doing is I come to church, when church is praying, I pray. 
Or you, you don't have a, a time with the Lord. And if you have a time with the Lord, you are in a hurry to get out of the presence of God to appear before your boss. You're not creating time to stay. Jeremiah 33, 3, 3, 3, 33 verse 3. Call unto me is what? 33 verse 3 says that Prayer will launch you into the deep where God will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. So there are some things you'll never be able to clarify until you get deeper in prayer. Prayer will launch you into the deep. I will show you deep things. Hey. So the things that you know, they don't take you too far until God makes you tap into the unknown that is only known to God. And those are the great and mighty things. That means you can operate in God's level. Which is not common to all men. And the portal that makes you enter there is called spending quality time. With God. Around spiritual wine. Are you here? So when we say, wabu, when we say, unipa tutu. say, Paul said, I'll pray with my mind and I'll pray with my what? Spirit. Are you here at all? That's one that you can see human beings very clear. You are not drunk. No intoxication. You need to be drunk small in the spirit. So that when Jesus is talking to Peter, he said, Peter! Because he sees when somebody is drunk, you are talking about is this AC or is Ama? He's seeing something. Ask somebody, have you been seeing something? Or you see what you see now. Hey. There are things beyond here that you can only see when you get deeper. So I want us to explore the depth of God. The what? That's what we are going to explore. The depth of God. So tarrying, tarrying will usher you into that realm where you come under the influence of the Holy Spirit and great things can happen. In Daniel chapter 2 verse 22, Daniel chapter 2 verse 22, the Bible said, he revealed the deep, and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness. And the light dwelleth with him. So light dwells with God. God is light. And so he reveals what is in the deep. So the Bible recognizes that. There is a realm called the deep. And in that realm. There is darkness. And there is light. If you are. Assessing that realm on the platform of God, that light will reveal what is inside that deep for you. Are you here at all? So it looks like all of us have an opportunity there, but some people are in darkness. And some other people have the light that makes things clear to them in that realm. In verse 28 of that same chapter, in verse 28, the Bible says, But there is a God in heaven that reveals secrets. And make it known to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, what shall be in the latter days, the dream and the visions of thy head, 
upon thy bed are these. And he started revealing to the king that the dream you had that other people, the astrologers and the magicians are not able to reveal unto you. We went to the Lord and the Lord has revealed unto us what is in secret which is in the deep. Because we have built a capacity to assess God at a certain level. So what is not common to magicians, common to malams, what is not common to witches, we are able to assess such information because we know how to stay in the presence of the Lord until he makes us climb to his level where he's able to show us secret things, deep things, things that are in darkness for other people, but because we have light. That means that when you enter into depth with the Lord, light becomes a possibility for you. And boy, I'm just telling you the danger in staying in shallow waters. Daniel heard that all these other people, the magicians and all these people who are paid by the kingdom, to understand and investigate spiritual things were going to be killed because they couldn't reveal the dreams of the king and interpret it. Daniel said, why is this judgment too hasty? That all these people, wise men, are going to be killed because they are unable to assess this deep dimension of spiritual operation. So they are going to die for their inability to rise to that level. To tap into what is there. Are, are you following this thing at all? What does that mean? What it means is that if you stay where you are, one day you'll be cleared. Yes. And Daniel was going to be cleared as part of the wise men. One of the reasons why the unbeliever dies with the believer. One of the explanations. Is when the believer decides that it's not going to be deeper than the unbeliever. That's when they are killing all the wise men. For their inability to understand secret things and deep things that are hidden in, in, in time. And because of that, Daniel is going to die. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they are going to die. But he calls these brothers and they withdraw. And when they went to pray, God just revealed everything to them. And that is what saved the other people. There are people in your family, in your business... I'm telling you that if you don't get to the next level spiritually to see what is there, your business is going down. And some people will, be, will become unemployed because you couldn't rise. Daniel had to rise for the others to be saved. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had to come together, rise together in the place of prayer to tap into the the riches of the deep. That's the reason why the others did not die. First of all, it will save your life. And save other people whose lives hinge on your destiny. Are we together here? Are you sure we are together here? Let me tell you. In the Bible, eh, when you do well, it is a transaction for your whole generation. And when you don't do well, it is also a transaction for your whole generation. Imagine, Achan went to Misbi, he went to Stilo, treasure that was meant to be sacred. And the children who were in the university, they called them that come, we want to kill your father for stealing, and the wives, 
the children, the grandchildren, all of you got this blood, you know, it's a thief's blood. One man went to steal. He was the head of the house. They had to kill everyone in that line. Anytime you are making a decision or not, know that whether you like it or not, eh, you have just created an implication or repercussions, positive or negative, for people who are connected to you. When I was with my pastor, I was not always happy with things that happened in church. Like every one of you here will not always be happy with the keeper's house. But my resolution was that I will never forget my history because of the future I want to achieve. I've been in that church, had been in that church for at least 15 years. And I couldn't bring myself to a place to now begin to badmouth the church that had grown me, built me up. You hear me talking about assemblies of God, you hear me talking about victory. Those years that I spent with those churches, that history is part of the reason why I'm here. God sees it as a very major error and dishonor. When I now stand and begin to say, Assemblies of God is like this. Victory is like this. Blah, 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 blah. God will now scatter the future I want to create. The future will not even be there. That's why you don't fight and hand that feet you. Because your future will not be there. God will take that daily bread from the feed. There will not be any feeding again. Some people don't understand this. They want to leave the church. They have to blackmail the pastor, blacklist the pastor, blacklist the church. You are, you are calling for a major curse on your journey. This keeper's house that has kept you before. <laughs> I'll grow with this. You say you are just talking, 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 talking as if you want the whole people to leave the church. It never has some credit. Your future cannot be complete without your history. That's why God kept telling them that, remember, 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 remember where I took you from. I took, and God always gave them a point of reference. Remember the God who took you from Egypt. Hello? Hey, and then the way you know, so I keep us house in the head. What did you say? We have, if you want to go because at this level, you don't think the church can be beneficial to you, leave it all because you, people are also at the level you used to be. And this church is still beneficial to them at this level. So don't confuse them. Let us deal with our kindergarten people. Maybe we can't pastor your tertiary level, but we are good at kindergarten. Hey. If you try to destroy this KG, God will deal with you. It's just like that. Hey. You see that the people who wanted to kill adult Jesus, God was not interested in killing them. But the people who wanted to kill baby Jesus, God killed them. Anything that forms the foundation of people's faith, if you try to touch it, God will touch you. You can touch other higher matters, so there's no problem. You try to touch something that's at the foundation of what God is trying to do. Oh. 
Sometimes I, I mean, in the past, like, three months, I've been praying, and I, I want to pray for some people, and all the time, God just witnesses in my heart that pray for mercy for them. Like, I want to pray. Some of them have even left the church, and God just keeps telling me. I, I was asking the Lord, why should I be praying for, like, I want to pray that some good things will happen in their life, but God keeps telling me, that, pray for mercy for them. Until I recently understood that, that pray for mercy for them is just because they are crossing the line. You are, just, you are just trying to destroy the structure that God used to protect you. This thing that became a strong tower that you ran into first. Now, no, who betrayed your roof? No. You can run your toy, say, no, you're into men that. You know, and I saw. Book it, book it. There's also on Sudama. It has some cred. Tell somebody, leave the church alone. Leave the church alone. Some people leave, they have to create their own narrative. <laughs> and there are things that will be said about this church and pastor. That when you, you cry, you hear, you run. <laughs> but don't do it. Tell somebody, don't do it. It's fine. If you believe God wants you to go, it's fine. I mean, we'll still be here, isn't it? Hey, just keep it. Give somebody a ring. Just keep it, keep it, keep it. <laughs> it's not every unfavorable experience that you share. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think? Before I continue, brother, what do you think? What do you think? I was telling the workers that when you are not happy and you are sharing to people, be careful. Because you may end up destroying people going forward because of what you shared. It's, it's as simple as that. Some may recover because they are mature. Some may never recover out of what they hear. And when you recover, they will not enter into that sickness. And sometimes you are trying to save people and they poison you. And when they go or they recover, you have now entered into the poison. So it, the maturity is for you to build a wall that is able to sieve out poison from entering into your system. How do I counsel a lot of people with different issues and I don't carry it over to my, my house. Or the people, the next counselee. Or the other people. Do you understand? How do I pastor people who are ungrateful? And still not think that everybody is ungrateful. Even when I see the same signs with them. How, how do I do that? You have to build a wall. That sieves it. I, because two people can do the same activity. But what is propelling them is different. Hello? And if God doesn't help you. You will just categorize people. Who say we Ash, Judas, Banano, we Peter, we John. But the two people can embark on the same activity, but their destinations are different. Hey, <laughs> you are really the child of the Holy Spirit, not Judas, Judas's son or Judas's daughter. What do you think? Ask somebody. What do you think? And the preaching, I'm preaching. Is that you should get deeper in the spirit. <laughs> if you don't get deeper in the spirit, every one of you should do a cross in your heart that I have done two hours of prayers straight before. Three hours of prayers straight before. Six hours. Nine hours. Twelve hours. Fifteen. Eighteen. Twenty-one. 24 hours, logged in there. Two days. 
like every time you should be building on your investment. There are some things that can never be done with you because you are too casual and too superficial. Hey! Sister, you cannot be pregnant when the brother you love hugs you. Is it possible to be pregnant? We don't make children from a hug now. The intimacy must be deep. It has to be deeper for somebody to be pregnant. Leave me alone. What is it? Your face can confuse somebody too much. They don't shake somebody to be pregnant. It's another level of knowing. Yes, another level of knowing. So, you need to get deeper with the Lord. That's the realm of fruitfulness. All this one that we are doing, hi, hi. Hello, this is how Inquinim is born. They shake you, you are a virgin, you are a virgin. Nobody can be this virgin with a handshake. (laughs) Can never be fruitful like that. That one is just fraternity. We are fraternizing. Hey. For a Christian, for you to begin to bear fruit with the Lord, the communion must be deeper. Has to be intimate. Praise the Lord. I see you getting deeper in Jesus' name. So Daniel says that deep things belong to God. Very deep things. So in God, there is depth. Our world is trying to tell us that only Satan can take people deeper. That's why people are joining Lodge. They are joining some other movement and all of that. But it's very clear here that even an ungodly king was seeking for answers in the deep from godly people. And the godly people took their answers from the deep from the same God of Israel. Was able to show them deeper dimensions of things that the satanic people could not assess. So in God there is depth that is unending. It's a bottomless pit of knowing. That you can only assess the closer you get to God. And I'm telling you it's an adventure that is very interesting and very very fulfilling. That you know that I oh, the first time that I clocked six hours of prayer when I did this thing grind I couldn't even stop. <laughs> if you have not been there before, you will not understand the joy of it, and you won't see the treasure in there. Praise God. You see the treasure in there. When I need a certain level, I told you when I'm fasting, the money comes. I don't know how. When I need a certain amount of help from people, money to do something, I know that, nah, it's not this thing that brings it. This level doesn't bring it. I have to withdraw some way, somehow. Go and meet the CEO. (laughs) The God of all flesh. He knows where all the resources have been deposited and the, the stewards in charge. And I'm not even asking him to give me money. I'm just there fellowshipping with him, communing with him, colavra gidada the brother. He said, Ah, Francis, papa. <laughs> you make me very happy. Is there something I can do also to make you happy? Then you see there, there, there are some things that the papa, you see that there will be delivery made. The Kadaman will be bringing it. Sister, 
You need to do some shopping. Let them deliver. Stop going to the shop. It's too much. <laughs> you see that they'll be bringing the baby to you. You understand? They'll be bringing the job to you. They'll be bringing this one to you because there's a way that communion warms the heart of God. It's at that level, the suya God is chewing is the suya you chew. At that level. That's why birds came to feed Elijah. Because by the brook chariot, there was nobody there. Only God. So when it was lunch time for God, what they would give to God is what he sent the bed to bring him. Why will you drink at the level God is drinking? The same table and you are drinking different water. It's an indictment on the owner of the table. Two of us. Come on now, talk to me now. High table, they serve the same thing there. Two of us. Yes, sir. So even if you come from a poor home, once they say you are invited to the high table, you know that your drinking will change. Because you don't serve it based on your poverty. It is the resources that is based on the host and, and what he has. So when you rise to God's level, who is the Lord of hosts? He is the chief host. Boy. That's where what you eat and drink changes. Sometimes what you wear changes. Hey. Tell somebody, change your level by going deeper. Can I shock you? Trees that grow higher, their root is deeper. You see, shallow trees, the air blows, they are down. Root is shallow. That's why they can't go higher. Are you here at all? Yes, to be a mahogany. To be an Iroko, you need to have tap root. This one has small wind, then you are bragrada, bragrada. Hi. Popo. <laughs> Ask somebody, are you popo? Is a kind of food. <laughs> hey. I'm feeling it, Pa. Somebody is getting deeper after today in Jesus' name. That amen is not born again at all. Kefara da zosto kalata. So, in Job chapter 11, verse 7, Job 11, 7, say, I'm getting deeper, I'm getting deeper. Job 11, 7, say, can thou be, can thou by searching, find out God? Can thou by searching, find out God? Can thou find out the almighty unto perfection? So yeah, Job is asking a question and the answer is a big yes. The big yes is that the, the depth of God can be known. Can you find God? Can you find him in his perfection? People say, I'm a human being. God is God. It's true. But we can find. We can rise. Because his spirit in us, we can find. We can find the depth of God. We can reach there. We can reach there in perfection. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. Is it, can we? 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. Let's do 9 and 10. Verse 9 says that, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. Not some things, all things, and all things are in the depth of God. The deep things of God, the spirit can search, and that spirit is in our spirit. 
Oh, let's read some mumpo. Verse 11. The deep things of God can be known. Yes. For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Verse number 12. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Say, it is possible to know. Possible to get deep and stay in God's realm. Tell someone about yourself. I expect you to be very perfect spiritually. Accurate. It's too powerful. Let nobody lie to you. That prophet can know the mind of God. You know, you know the ear of God. You have the Holy Ghost. So you have the progression. You have the ladder. You can climb. It's just that you have not made up your mind to climb. <laughs> Samuel was in the temple with Eli. And Samuel was hearing what Eli was not hearing. Because the boy was climbing. And the man was not climbing. Sometimes men stop climbing and boys climb. Sometimes the puppies stop climbing and the pews climb. You see that there is a revival in the pews. And there is deadness in the pulpit. It's a possibility. You have to choose. I am in the pulpit and I have decided never to die. Because the easiest way to die is to stand on, a, on an altar and be natural. That's the easiest way. You are becoming wood. You are supposed to be a living sacrifice. And prayer is your breath. Men ought to pray so that they don't faint. You stop praying, you start fainting. I'm preaching here. Hey, I'm preaching. Here. Love must not substitute your prayer life. <laughs> Business must not take away your prayer life. Because the business will be running when you are dying. And when you die, we will inherit you, brother. You are praying, pray. Pray. Boy. I see you getting deeper in Jesus today. You can rise to God's name. You can know things. You can, you can. Deep things, deep business ideas. They are in the deep. You can know it. You can know it. If you get closer to the Holy Spirit and spend time. Sometimes people just go spend time with some business minds. And by the time they are living there, they know what to do in the market. True or false? Why, why do you think you'll be fine if you don't spend time? I was fighting one of my daughters that they promoted her to a certain level in their company. And as part of their opportunities, she can now play golf in the topmost golf club in, here in Accra. And she has not been going. So I got angry with her. I said, it's like the level God raised you, you don't want to assess that level. I said, there's a, level, there's a way that you become a big girl by associating. 
Even if you don't want to play the golf, just enter there with that shot, with that t-shirt. You are there now. I play golf with this one. We play golf. We're taking selfie. You are there all over the place. Oh, what, what was that? Oh, I was, we were just playing golf together. We'll be talking. You can just be talking, 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 talking. So who are you? Where do you work? I work in social and so I'm the social and so Oh, wow. Okay, can we do this? Blah, blah, blah. There is a way. Someone said, he said, your network is your net worth. <laughs> There's a way. Who are you fraternizing with? I'm, I'm feeling I'm preaching and misbehaving here. Eagle is fraternizing with chicken. There's a limitation. Serious one. So go and play this golf now. I tell you, I'm not fathering you again if you don't understand playing golf. Because some personal business ideas will never come to you until you have related with some people. The prayer has put you there. The rest is for you to walk. You say, I'm not walking. You know what she told me? She said, she said uh, Saturday morning, I want to come and pray at morning flavor. I said, that is good. But hey, you will play that golf. You will play that golf. You will play that golf. They raised the sister, one, two, three, four, like that. So her bosses now became her colleague. And in the workplace, the canteen is different for different levels. She said she still stays in the office. I said, ah, why, why, do you, why do you perplex my soul like that? <laughs> that at least your colleagues will know that level. Do you understand? <laughs> That we, the canteen, no, the position as well. Even if you don't want to eat in that canteen, just go break time, just go and sit there. Just go and sit there. Like. Sit there. The conversation will be different. Yes, conversation will be different. You can carry your own food there or your own drink there. You are sitting in one corner like that. He who know no mpo. Go know that Charlie, this time, you no, know, this girl, you no, know, she has access here. We better treat her at our level. It's no longer the intern we saw some 10 years ago. Now she's risen to our level. We have to start reasoning with her. You can't be calling her, sending her here like that. Blah, 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 blah. It's not answerable to you. Oh. There's a way that prayer makes you rise as a wife to a certain level, as a husband to a certain level. If you are not doing that, you are inside the gutter. You may have a name that you are a wife, but you will not have the power thereof. Name that I'm a husband. Power thereof, you lack it. Everything is zeal. Is that how they treat a wife? Is that how they treat a husband? <laughs> it is just zealous. How do they treat a wife? And how do they treat a husband? You need the power thereof. Yeah. If another woman comes here right now, but, hey, there's one bad man like that. I know in one university. Man, bad. Wife is my daughter. I prayed with the wife. Likes prayer. Went to take one woman like that. The woman went to warn the wife. The side chick. With her, I'll kill you. Blah, 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 blah. My daughter came and reported. I said, for where? A case without cause would not stand. This one has crossed the line. Pow! One month, the woman just collapsed. Died. The husband now... When he's dealing with the wife, he's very, very careful. He now started telling all his colleagues, there's fire in the mouth of my wife. 
And the wife, eh, she's very aggressive. I used to tell her that if she was in heaven, she would clear so many people. God is too patient. <laughs> so the, it's the husband now that started telling everybody in the university community that ah, my wife is very prayerful. My wife, because the wife there, he just told the husband that this girl that has come to me is behave to me. Look, if I serve God, we will know. We would, me, I will die. We will know who will die. Six weeks, the lady was gone. The husband was very clear in his mind what has happened. So he now t- started telling everybody, ah, don't fear the prayer of my... You don't fear. Before, eh, when the woman would be praying in the house at dawn, the husband would, you know, out of his carnality and drunkenness, would say, you make noise, blah, blah, blah. When that lady now fell, wham! When she's just praying, the husband is very calm. He can even come and kneel down some. Just be, he's not praying, but he's in the arena. And all that. There is a way that they don't treat you anyhow. When you enter into a certain dimension. When people know your value, they know how to handle you. But this one, all you have is Victoria's Secret. The makeup crowd, you don't do it well. And Ukraine, the thing breaks in my heart. We see you, we think a corpse is coming. Tell someone, get deeper, get deeper, get deeper. Hey, I see a time coming. When you appear, things will gather around you. That amen is not strong at all. In the days of the apostles, they prayed until the foundation of their building was shaking. These people were crazy people. Spending time with God. They didn't know the foundation would shake. But by virtue of that spiritual exercise, the foundation started responding. Why is the generational curse in your foundation still molesting you? Why can't you take time? You may not even target them all, but there's a way that, there's a way that when a volcano is coming, Everything in its way will begin to feel it. Do you understand? It's, it's, not, it's not bad that your workplace, there are witches. It's not bad. Some people will be witches, whether I like it or not. But it's bad that all of us there are just air. Same air. Some of you are even afraid to go to your hometown. You have not been there for a long time. Even your grandma left you a land. You have not seen the land in the past 10 years. Because you are afraid. Let him take the land. I love my life. Is this love? This is love. I'm telling you, when they are ready to take the land, they will fly into the city and come and kill you. And take the land in the village. You better rise, oh. Rise. Let them feel you in the village. Even whilst you are in the city. Kolava kakata. Sikladika lakuza. A woman who is not praying is useless. To any spiritual journey anybody is embarking on. A man who is leading without praying. You are leading, you don't have spirit. You are useless now. Like in my house. How do I lead without having spirit? How? How do I pastor? In the first service, when somebody came to give the tithe, the Lord just told me that they have shot him an arrow from the workplace. I, I tell, all of you put your tight inside. We are not doing praise. We are not dancing. It's time for prayer. Brother, from your workplace, you know, 
one guy did confrontation with you and I shot you. He said the boss went on, went on, and the subordinate had been confronting him. And now, no, he sees that one half of himself is paralyzing. You come, pastor, and it is ten to Mark, ten to John, ten to Mark, ten to you. Must you must rise? Ten to ten to is what you are coming to do here. You think this is a lecture room? <laughs> You must have spirit. A mother must have spirit. Some of the people teaching your children, they are, they are not normal. Some of the people who say, I like you, they are not normal. They like you because there's something on you. And after a while, they will exchange what is on you. But look, even if you are mad, when you see fire, you see fire. Are you here at all? When you see gold inside fire, you even want to steal the gold. You'll be calculating the time your hand must end there and come out. This one that people are very comfortable putting their hand inside you. They will even take whatever is there and test it if it's still, it's still the thing they saw. The hand is still dead. No fire. But if you were a fire, they'll be doing this. They'll be doing this. They'll be doing this. They'll be doing this. Yeah, we are too cold now. Because we are shallow. We are shallow. If you want a note that lasts in the hands of a careless person, you don't give them an exercise book. You give them note five. Hardcover. Because these children, they don't understand that exam will come. They don't understand that this note transcends where, where they are now. They will just be tearing, tearing, the book left right by the time you want to do revision. Where the exam is coming, it's not inside. You have torn out and torn the note. So to secure the matter, no, give them hard cover. Even if you are careless now, I'm just telling you that to preserve your content, you need to find a space in prayer where you are drawing closer to God. Sometimes you really don't know what you ought to pray, but thank God the Spirit makes intercession for us. He said, Pastor, Pastor, when I want to pray, I don't know what to pray. You don't need to know what to pray for. You don't need to. Just pray. Pray and connect with the spirit. Come and see me praying now. I wake up and thank you, Jesus. What I have to pray about will be given to me. If it's not given to me, all the way. Kanula Zakia, Kostala Farika, If it is not given to me, it doesn't change. <laughs> the tongues will be rise. Are you here at all? Come on. Are you sure you are here? Am I preaching? Oh, I'm dancing. Am I playing hockey here? After today, no, you will be deeper than you have been in Jesus' name. Hey. We have to finish this preaching. No? Hey. There's a lady I prayed for some years ago. I went to do a program in Elmina. She had married for like nine years, no child. So she came, attended a program. I didn't know she was a teacher. I said, I see you in a classroom. And two children there, God gave me their name. This one and that one. Kids, class three. 
I see one shooting in your womb, another shooting in your blah, blah, blah. I say, because you kill them too much. She told me those children you mentioned, they are the dullest in my class. I'm always caning them. I said, they are caning you back. <laughs> he said, this class three, this batch, immediately they entered. My health has never been stable. I said, you came too much. <laughs> they have been caning you back. Mention this one, mention that one. I said, until you increase your spirituality, the caning will continue. And your barrenness will be established. He said, Pastor, he said, every month I go to hospital. He said, I'm not someone who gets sick. But this batch, every month, different kinds of sicknesses. She thought I was going to say that, except they go to class four. You will be free. No. It's a contract forever. Once you are in our boat, you are our slave. Every time you must carry canes. Some of us, the mind we have, we think it's like, when I leave their site, which site? They have signed contract with you now. It will be caning you, sir. Every time. Cane, cane, cane. It shall be well with you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Say, I'm getting deeper. I'm getting deeper. I refuse to be shallow. How do you get deeper? Prayer. How do you build this appetite? Appetite. Psalm 42 verse 1. Psalm 42 verse 1. Check it. Next time we'll come here and say, as the deer, as the heart, Panted after the water brook, so panted my soul after thee, O oh Lord. It's a way that you have appetite for spirituality. That draws you to go and drink more from God. As a baby drinks from the mother's breast, Isaiah. So I drink from your glory. That you are with God, you are drinking from his glory. Drinking like the way a baby sucks from the mother. With joy, zeal, and quest. Baby is crying. He sees the breast. They bribe the baby with that kind of breast. He fell down. The head hit down. You put the breast inside. In the soccer. He has forgotten the pain is there. Are you here at all? He just will be panting. You carry the baby. He's looking for where the breast is. Even if it's day one, they born that baby. You just leave the baby. He's looking for where the breast is. Why don't you know the way to the Lord? To the breast. Why don't you know the way? That's the thing that satisfies now. You can drink Sprite. It looks like water. It never quenches thirst. Oh boy, the next level, the next preaching I want to preach from here. There are some things there. Let me not just worry myself to go in there. But you increase your test level. Increase. Don't be complacent. It's like, I have car. I have this. I am married. Marriage is not a promotion. It's not a promotion. So that I am married. So all the singles, I'm now their senior. <laughs> it's not a promotion. It's not a promotion. You are married, you are married. Finish. 
Somebody is not married, is not married. It's what it is. Are you here? Foolish people marry, wise people marry. Yes, that's what the Bible, Proverbs chapter 40, says that the foolish one breaks the home. So the access to marriage is for both the wise and the foolish. The wise one builds the home, the foolish one breaks the home. But they all married. And a foolish person can have a home. A wise person can have a home. With time, one will be homeless. But the opportunity to have a home there, everyone qualifies to have it. You can marry a madman, mad woman. It's still marriage. Now, marrying is not a promotion. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a ministry. And it's not a spiritual gift. I'm saying that develop your spiritual life beyond I'm married. I'm not. I'm, Increase. Don't let anything substitute your hunger for staying with God. Bible says all things will pass away. Yes, and things really get passed. Some people marry some men, and the men pass away, and they couldn't find their God. Some marry some women, and the women pass away because they say, "My wife is prayerful." My wife—that's why you never develop your prayer. When your wife died, you you couldn't know whether to pass left or to pass right, or because the intercessor is gone. My wife prays for the family. Idea, I work. Hey, is that how this? Please, can you ask somebody? Is that how this thing is? And ask them, is that how you are going to do? Ask them, ask them, take an answer. Is that how you are going to do? And then, madam, when I look at your face, it looks like you are outsourcing your spirituality to your marriage partner. Don't do it, oh! Boy. The Bible says God knows his own. And it's not a collective force. Individual unit. Are you known? I told you last week, I said, when you come to God and you are trying to introduce yourself to God, know that you are very far away. Some people, Elijah came and he said, that, go and tell Ahab that Elijah is here. The guy was coming, he knew that heaven knows his voice. He said, I opened the heaven, shut it at will. Nobody can say, Jack, if I shut it now, it's shut. I open it now, it's open. You have been threatening people, do you know who I am? Do you know what? It's not by academic qualification. There's nothing in it, la. Are you the first to become a professor? Or first to become an entrepreneur? My friend, shut up. If you have no spiritual matter, you have nothing. Yes. The real negotiation is done on spiritual altars. And people can negotiate you out. I say that in this country and most African countries... The contract they are given by the grandmasters in the lodge. You go, the grandmaster say, I have, I have spoken to the minister of finance, let him pay you, go, he's paid. The minister of roads, they are giving you the contract, go, yeah. you just see the grandmaster, he'll give you one. It's okay, contract five, just go. When you go, mention my name. You mention the enemy, say, oh, oh, oh. That's how the lodge has become attractive to so many people. They are negotiating for contracts. Politicals, Power is being negotiated in high places, brotherhoods. 
You two, you are in the Christian family. You say, I'm an usher. Well, usher is what? Like, I mean, the keepers music. What is it? I play keyboard in church. People play keyboard in the nightclub now. Don't they play it in the restaurant? Playing keyboard in church. So what is it? Live band there will be beer. Some people even play it by the street corner. And some of the people there, they are more skillful than you that is saying I play keyboard. If they came, you won't play. <laughs> Better develop your spiritual work. Oh. They say, why are you not praying? The child is disturbing me. Oh yeah. Find a way. Tell somebody, find a way. Find a way. I told you last week, you didn't like it. And I want to repeat it again. If you don't increase your spirituality, you are going to lose the people you love. Because when people's tastes change, they leave people. I'm telling you. People who don't drink alcohol, once they, they start drinking alcohol, they leave their non-alcoholic drinkers. Two of us. And those who drink alcohol, when they stop drinking, they leave their drinking friends. That person who says he will marry you, eh? If their spiritual taste change, that taste, if it changes, and your own doesn't match up, they will leave you into a particular class of people, and you will find another Irene called Ruth there. When I say it, then you are angry. The thing too will happen to. I'm saying if I were not married and I wanted to marry, I would not marry a carnal sister. No matter how beautiful you are. I don't remember me or you're ugly. Me who was so that? You're joking, baby. Joking? Your complexion, they are quite yedi. With a chop black skin or fair skin. Leave this thing. They say the father is a rich man. Are you rich? It's what you have, not what somebody has. What can you become? What are the possibilities? If I marry you, will I have a heart attack? One man of God I knew. The wife told me, say, if you are going to preach your preaching, preaching me too, I'm going to my club, I'll go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And he asked her husband, when God was calling you, was I there? <laughs> boy, oh boy. May you get deeper from today in Jesus' name. Boy, when a lion is asleep, you still must be careful. Say, it's not a cat, oh. You, you have slept a lion, you have become a chicken. <laughs> People pass. They don't know that this is the way of a lion. So they pass. Some people will even be doing catwalk. Because you are dead, dead. Deadiest. Sometimes I have met people who didn't know 
who I was until I said, I'm Francis Aubin. Oh boy. Name is powerful. It is at the mention of the name of Jesus that every knee bows. Francis Aubin. Something will ring in the spirit. Careful, 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 careful. careful. The guy, the mind, no good. 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 You just mentioned plus your title plus your nickname. What they are doing is what they are doing. They say, they say so, and so. And so it's like, there's nothing to you in the spirit except your nice glasses you are wearing. You have a cool glasses, no. Okay, we can collect this glass. If you know the kind of things people look at to kill people, eh? So that you want, why did you even ask the person? You would have given it to you freely. Why did you have to kill the person to collect it? But they will still kill and collect it. You have to carry matter in your spirit. That's, that's what I'm saying. And to do that, you need to be testy. You need to be passionate. You need to, you need to say that it has to be more than this, okay? I'm tired of the status quo. Desperate people, the song said, do desperate things. And we are pressing in. He said, it's got to be more. There's got to be more. More than your bone straight hair. There's got to be more than your suit. Nice suit. You see, the suit is really on him with such pack. Such weighty. The demon will start chopping from the top pack. There has to be more than I'm a PhD holder. There has to be more than that. There has to be more than I'm the son of this. I'm the daughter of that. I'm a member in that house. That blah, 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 blah. It has to be more than that. Please, let's rise. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.